day. Welcome. Banner day, as a matter of fact. For those of you uh, that are watching on a live stream today, we are, uh, well, for those of you listening, too, it's not like it's going to change, but we are live at the Wisconsin State Fair Park today. Enjoy. I got here there early this morning, and uh, it's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. It's a taste of summer, and I love summer. You know that uh, if you listen to the program at all. And uh, absolutely love the, the weather. And uh, here at the uh, the Budweiser Pavilion, which uh, tonight is Wednesday Night Live. It starts off this evening and uh, gets underway. The cheap shots with uh, the uh, uh, Bruce City Horns uh, are going to be here to this, tonight. And the nice thing is that they're going to give us an opportunity to take the stage and uh, and promote the uh, the, the uh, motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. So we got that going on for us. Uh, so it's going to be a, a fun night here. So... Uh, the fact that uh, they have this, you know, facility that's going to be up and running and kicking off summer and uh, getting you ready for the Wisconsin State Fair, and they're putting a lot of the finishing, finishing touches on it. It's awesome. And uh, that's one of the reasons we're here. So we appreciate it. You can see in the background some of the guys working to have a new – some things have changed. If you come to the Wisconsin State Fair and you know where the fountain is, uh, which is down near the Tommy Thompson Expo Center, the fountain is gone. It is not here anymore. Uh, they uh, it, it just took up a lot of space, and so they decided to fill it in and make it all grass, and they opened up this big, giant, grassy area across from the Bud Pavilion, and uh, that way they can have the uh, the music and such, and uh, that way you can put more and more people over here, and, you know, people bring chairs and picnic tables and all kinds of stuff. So all of that, uh, as you can see behind me, is now opened up. And uh, also when you, uh, when you look off uh, to where into the front, which is where the Bud Pavilion is. You can see some of the trucks going by. A lot of work and a lot of construction finishing up here today, getting in preparation for tonight. So, that being said, speaking of uh, tonight, uh, tonight if you come out here, and there's a nice look. Uh, as a matter of fact, over at the uh, the giant slide, everybody knows where the slide is here in the Wisconsin State Fairgrounds. But uh, tonight if you come out, you can uh, also check. They have a ton of big screen TVs inside. You can check out the Brewers game. Brewers taking on Toronto last night. Um, got off to a fast start. I was sitting outside last night. And uh, just relaxing and grilling out a little bit and uh, watching the game. They get off to the fast start, get up two runs quickly. Contreras goes yard, and I thought, boy, what a great way to start. Maybe you just kind of shake off the offensive blues and you kind of put a lot of this stuff behind you, and maybe this is the beginning of uh, being on the right track. And then it all just fell apart. They got basically death by a 1,000 cuts. And, oh, by the way, I do want to say this. For those that say you can't hit a bunch of singles and win ball games. The Toronto Blue Jays did that last night. That's all they did. Single, 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 single. Walk, single, 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 single. That's all they did last night. Drove in seven runs, some smart base running, uh, taking pitches, putting runners in position. You can win going 90 feet at a time, and they proved it last night. So for those that say it cannot be done, um, all you got to do is look at the game last night and say the Brewers died death by a 1,000 cuts. And it's demoralizing when it's just base hit and, and – some were flares that were considered base hits, but they were just bloopers. Some were dribblers. Some were line shots into the gap, you know, where you, you hit them where they ain't. But uh, nevertheless, the Brewers got knocked off last night uh, by the Toronto Blue Jays back at it again tonight. So, anyway. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so, and uh, we would be glad to uh, chat. Uh, one of the questions I have, and, and I was on with Ernie from WBRQ in Viroqua this morning, and uh, I, I got up. To, I'll tell you my quick story. I got up today, and I was coming in. I was at uh, Quick Trip, 
And I was on my way in, and I got into a discussion. One of the guys uh, behind the counter uh, over on Moreland Boulevard knows me, so we got talking about Jordan Love. And one guy comes in and says, Jordan Love, oh, God, it's going to be a long time for the Packers to get wins again. We're going back to the 80s. Oh, my God, this is horrible. Another guy comes in and says, are you kidding me? Jordan Love is going to be great. Uh, He's going to get a Jordan Love jersey. On and on and on, right? On and on and on. So – I finally started asking, I said, why is there such a division for those that think of the haves and the have-nots when it comes to Jordan Love? Is he going to be able to cure the ails of the Green Bay Packers? And there is this thought on one side that Jordan Love is just going to run the play. It's Matt LaFleur's offense. He's going to do what he needs to do. Things are going to be fine. Even if he's Trent Dilfer, the, just Joe Barry needs to you know, create a better defense, and things are great. They're going to the postseason. And I said, do you believe that if they got to the postseason that this team has enough talent to win a championship? And one guy said, hell no. And the other guy said, oh, yeah. You know? So I, I'm kind of like, well – and, and another gentleman brought up, he said, well, did you see Sunday Night Football? And uh, for, for Sunday Night Football, years of experience for quarterbacks that are going to play in Sunday Night Football this year. And I don't know why they posted it, but they did. And he said, look, Jordan Love, you know, he's not one of the guys with the least amount of experience. He's got four years. I said, what? Oh, yeah, he's got four years. I, I, I said, he's got a kind of game and a half. That's it. What are you talking about? Not four years. Well, he's been in the system for four years. And then the other guy started yelling, well, COVID took away a year, so he doesn't know what's going on. Like, what the – there is such a crazy divide. It, there really is. There's such a crazy divide in thought process when it comes to the Green Bay Packers. So today I thought, you know what? I'm going to open it up. I'm going to open up the phones. I'm not going to ask for predictions. I'm not going to do that because I don't want to get into the record when it comes to five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten wins. Okay. But why do you believe either one way or the other? That's what I really want to know. And I think, and you have to ask yourself this. I think you have to ask: Is it hope, or is it reality? Is it hope or is it reality? Because some can say they hope. You know. I hope they end up playing well. I hope he ends up playing well. I hope Joe Barry's defense. I hope, you know, the the young wide receivers really kind of come of age. That's fine because everybody's got hope this time of year. Nobody has a loss. Nobody has a win. Everybody's pretty much even. You know, the Packers had a pretty good offseason. You kind of think that, you know, the the pickup of the tight ends, that's going to add and bolster that position. They got more team speed. They got younger. Okay. You know, they got veteran experience in certain areas that you needed, such as left tackle, middle linebacker, nose tackle and such. You know, you've kind of changed out your your center fielder position and your strong safety, getting rid of Adrian Amos. Okay. I understand all of that. But what, what makes the swing from left to right so dramatic when it comes to your belief as to where Jordan Love and this team is. And I would love to know that because I, th- there's, there's got to be a definitive logic that comes into play that then overcomes and overtakes 
hope. And by definitive logic, I'm talking more so of a reality-based opinion. Like I said, you can have hope. Hope hope springs eternal. Absolutely. You know? Um, but you can have hope when you play the lottery. Right? But what makes it so definitive and so argumentative? And I'll tell you this. i got to be honest. It's great. It's great. It's great that there's that discussion. It's great that there's that unknown. And as a matter of fact, taking it to the third avenue here, if you want to – if, say, we're on a – in a, in a triangle, the triangle is Jordan Love's going to be good, Jordan Love's not going to be good, and then there's this, I don't care, we don't have that anymore. And I'm, I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, well, it's just we're drama-free. I don't care what happens. I'm just going to enjoy this season. Like the last few seasons you haven't enjoyed? Because you know the outcome. Hindsight being what it is, you know the outcome. I understand that. But there are people that just simply say, I cannot wait for this season. I can't wait for this this training camp and, and to get underway because we don't have that anymore. And we all know who that is. We don't have the drama. We don't have the diva. We don't have Rodgers. We don't have all the arguing and all the, the – I, I think it's like this cloud has lifted. You know? The cloud has lifted. I, I, I really believe that there's something there to be that to be said for that, Right? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Give us a shout again, 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to, you know, hit us up, feel free. Uh, I'll tell you this, uh, and, and the, the other, if you want to talk about another avenue to this, and I just saw it run across the, uh, the live stream for those that are watching. The, uh, the talk of, well, maybe love will fail and be terrible. And then we'll get Caleb Williams. Okay, first of all, you're banking on a guy that has never taken a snap in the NFL. Okay? How many how many first pick overall, first round busts have there been in the history of the NFL? Quite a lot. Let's be honest. Quite a lot. Okay? I think uh, Cincinnati owned about eight of them for a long period of time. They're terrible. So, that first of all is, is craziness. I get it if, if Jordan Love looks like he mentally struggles. 100% understand that. But I'm not hoping for the demise of a franchise and of a quarterback because a guy that's not proven himself is on the horizon. You know what I mean? I'm not hoping for that. 877-867-167. There go all my papers. going to go ahead and grab that stuff here too. Hang in there. So let's do this. We'll take a break. I'm going to go grab my stuff because stuff just flew away. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and take a quick one. We got a lot more. We're at the Bill Michael Show. We're uh, broadcasting live here at the Bud Pavilion at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. And uh, tonight, Wednesday Night Live gets underway. Cannot wait for it. Looking forward to it. And it's beautiful out. It's sunny. It's sunshine. Got a little humidity in the air. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Jeff Levering and wife Ashley are thrilled with their brand new Pella patio door. It's like having a brand new kitchen. It's so bright, it's so clear. I can see the kids outside playing and it makes it comfortable for the life we live, which is an active one. I love the roll screen. The fact that the screen is on the inside. For the first time, our whole house actually feels like the same climate. No drafts. I don't have to have any of those extendo cornhole bags anymore. It's a game changer. 
I'm Gina Della from Pella. And if you order today, get 0% interest for up to 48 months. At Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, we strive to always give the best possible quality of service. Our experts provide an in-home consultation where they'll listen to your needs and help choose the perfect products for your home, which can be customized to fit any decor. The installation is completed in as little as a day with no mess and no hassle, leaving nothing but perfect results. Order today and get 0% interest for up to 48 months at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. Offer ends 531-2023. Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michaels Show. We're coming to you live from the Wisconsin State Fair Park. It is Wednesday night live tonight that begins yet again. And uh, you got the music uh, concert series that begins this evening at the Bud Pavilion. And uh, you've got the Chief Shots, the Bruce City Horns on the stage tonight kicking things off. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Every Plumbing and Heating, serving La Crosse and Trempolo and Monroe and Vernon and Jackson Counties and uh, founded originally by Clayton Every back in 1969, a Korean War vet. They're a big supporter of our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin. So uh, if you uh, if they support us, can you please support them? If you uh, need plumbing, heating, air conditioning, uh, they can get it all done out there in the uh, La Crosse area for you. So give them a call, 608-783-2803, 608-783-2803. And uh, thanks, to have, uh, thanks for having them on board. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. Um, the, uh, yeah, we've got some construction in the background. They're putting together the container bar for tonight. That's going to open up in this, uh, nice new area that's been reconstituted, if you will, here at the Wisconsin State Fair Park, straight across uh, from the Bud Pavilion. And if you're, uh, you know, kind of watching on the, the live feed, you can see, uh, you know, the pavilion is, it's, uh, still got a lot of work. They've got some other things that they have to kind of clean up and get caught up on and, off in the distance, the giant slide. Everybody knows where the slide is here at the Wisconsin State Fair. So we thank uh, the Wisconsin State Fair Park and the group there for having us on grounds. Um, going back to the discussion regarding, you know, all the different avenues of this whole thing with the Green Bay Packers and Jordan Love and why there's such a large gap between the believers and the non-believers and such. Uh, John says we can all hope and have our own perspectives, and the great, greater the un- uh, and the greater the unknown, the more fantasies. Uh, I have postseason hopes, but it's honestly based upon potential and a few lucky bounces. Uh, Dwayne says uh, that the cloud is lifted and like the sun is shining on the Green Bay Packers nation. Could we struggle? You bet. Could we have a losing record? Maybe. Uh, what we will not have is a bad body language, less fleet of foot, full drama quarterback. Uh, now, for some reason, Rodgers feels it's a good idea to bond with young receivers. So kiss my ass, Aaron. Uh, so glad we have a fresh start and see what we have with love. Um, that's kind of where a lot of people are. Uh, I did find it interesting that Aaron Rodgers uh, talked again about going to the OTAs and about bonding with the young receivers and the need for doing that. And But I will say this. In what Aaron had to say, Aaron did talk about, and again, I don't want to get too far off on the tangent of Aaron Rodgers, but he did say he came into camp not necessarily to bond with them, but to show them how he wanted things done. 
and it was how he likes to do things, what he sees, what he likes. And, yes, you got to get on the same page with your quarterback, absolutely. But I've always said the best leaders are the ones that lower themselves down to the people they're trying to lead. And then you lift them up. You don't try to tell them to come up to my level because it doesn't usually work. They aren't you, especially when you're doing it on a, on a one-year, one-hit wonder, so to speak. So it's, it's interesting. What he said in the OTAs that, you know, oh, by the way, these, you know, these young receivers, they need to see how I do things and how we're going to run things. And basically he came in as the coach and said, this is the way we're going to do it. I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. Go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. Um, what else do we have here for you? Got this one from uh, early on from Jesse. Jesse says, uh, "Hey guys, uh, I feel like the cloud is lifted, but we also know the talent is gone as well. We are not going to be as successful, even though Rodgers didn't have a good season last year, as we would normally hope. All I think what we're hoping for right now is eight to nine wins and seeing a lot of progress. Which I I I, w- I could go along with that. I could go along uh, along with that. Eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670. If you want to head us up, do it. Uh, this one's from Jason. Jason says, hey, guys, uh, I think that the show uh, needs a little more voice. Where's Ben at? Oh, you didn't know, Jason. Ben is gone. Ben moved on to Philadelphia last week. As a matter of fact, Sunday. Sunday he was uh, making his way to Philly. Uh, the big controversy left behind is whether or not he did a man hug with Rowdy uh, the day he was leaving. <laughs> if you were listening to the morning show out of Madison today was whether or not he was uh, he was doing the man hug. So uh, beyond that, no, Ben is Ben is gone. He says that uh, with Rodgers being gone, now Jordan Love can mold into his own quarterback and doesn't have to worry about living up to the expectations of Aaron Rodgers. See, I I think there's going to be pressure. I don't think there's – it's not Aaron Rodgers' expectations. I think it's fans' expectations. Rodgers had expectations for the people around him. He Jordan Love didn't have to play to the expectations of Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love has to play to the expectations of fans. And that's there. There's different because he, you know, if Jordan Love was playing, um, he wasn't playing for Aaron Rodgers. He's playing for a job. He's playing for impressiveness. He's playing for whether it was to stay in Green Bay or to move on to another team. I mean, that's the stuff that he was playing for, and he's playing for the acceptance of fans and to be able to prove himself as a, a true NFL caliber quarterback. Uh, I don't think Rodgers, other than the fact that he's living in that shadow or was living in that shadow, that you know, Rodgers had anything to do with that. Just my opinion, but um, I think now there's probably more pressure on him because he doesn't have anybody else to fall back on. You know, I he, there there's there is no Aaron Rodgers that's going to come riding onto the field and take over and lead the Packers to happiness and wins and such. I mean, it's now this is the the Jordan Love show. I mean, on one hand though, you can relax because you're not trying to be perfect on every throw and every play and everything that you do just to prove that you're on the same level as Aaron Rodgers, you can just kind of be yourself. But also there is a standard that has been set that is now something something with um, – in the sense of you have 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play to somewhat live up to. You know what I mean? But he can be his own guy. Let's go to Dave listening to us in Green Bay. Dave, welcome to the program, man. What's going on today? 
not much. Just out working. And uh, I wanted to comment on the Jordan Love thing. I'm one of the believers that I think he'll do good because, you know, I did see him, you know, his junior year at Utah State, and I thought uh-huh. he did good. And I understand he, you know, went down his senior year, but there was some circumstances. And I wanted to comment, you know, I hear everybody always say he looks so bad at the Kansas City. And I remember watching that game, and, yeah, there were some mistakes, and he did, you know, pressure. He wasn't the greatest. But Kansas City's defense at that time was just playing lights out. If you remember, it was two games, I believe, after that. They held Dak Prescott to a worse, uh, like, stats than they did Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I just like right. the way he's progressed. It got better and got better. And, you know, it's like you said, it's one of those where we don't know yet, but I like the steps he's taken, you know, like in preseason last year and in the Philadelphia game. It just, he's gotten better. Like he's almost looked more like he did junior year at Utah State. Right. I appreciate the phone call. I, the, the steps that he took against Philadelphia – I hope that that is the level of which he plays uh, in that game. And, and you're right about preseason last year. There were a couple of throws that he made, it, one specifically to Romeo Dobbs on the sideline, and it, it was incomplete even. But he put it in only the spot that Dobbs could catch it, only the spot for, for Dobbs. And, and I thought, you know what, that, that was a hell of a play. And he did it on the run. He was on, on a rollout to his left. Dobbs was breaking to the sideline. And he hit Dobbs almost right in the hands. It was just barely out of the reach. But it was, a, it was a really good pass. It was a really good play. And I took more out of that play that didn't really have success to say, okay, I, I've seen something now. I've seen some glimpses. I saw the pass to, to Tanya a couple of years ago right down the middle. He dropped it into a bucket. He's done things at times to make you go, okay, I get it. I, I, I can see something here, you know. But there's been a lot of quarterbacks that have done that, and then you turn around and you make two or three or four good plays and then a boneheaded play. You know, So it's the, it's the limiting of the boneheaded plays that will find out whether or not it makes him a good quarterback. So going to the Philadelphia game last year, I don't know what to make of that right now, to be honest. I don't know I, I, because Philadelphia had the game pretty much in hand when Jordan Love came in. And Jordan Love was able to – as Brian Gutekunst alluded to, just kind of cut it loose. Just just go cut it loose. Don't worry about where it's going and all that kind of stuff. Just go make a decision and cut it loose. You know, if they catch it, they catch it. But just be decisive. Understand what's coming at you and make a decision and, and, and kind of grip it and rip it. And he did. He looked good doing it. And sometimes when you just do that, your natural ability, your talent – takes over and you know you eventually kind of learn through the osmosis of playing football that's why they believe he's ready to be a starting quarterback now whether it's a winning quarterback we'll have to wait and see but that's the reason they believe he's ready to be a starting quarterback in the national football league so i we we saw a little bit but the kansas city defense they put pressure on him he didn't read it well you know you can't dismiss that you can't say wow kansas city's defense was lights out what about detroit's defense the end of the season, when Rodgers was going to play the first half and Jordan Love was going to play the second. They prepared for Jordan Love. They knew what he was going to do. He didn't look good in that game either. You know, there's been times he's had opportunities and hasn't looked good. The Philadelphia game, he looked good. So I'm not – for the, the same reason that people say, well, in Philadelphia he looked great 
And, well, it was kind of a prevent defense. Okay, well, if you want to say that, then you got to say, well, the defense in Kansas City was pretty good and they were scheming for him. And, well, then you got to take the good with the bad. So he hasn't proven himself yet. Hasn't had enough snaps. Hasn't had enough games. Hasn't had enough opportunities. Hey, well, we'll figure it out. But I think that's the Philadelphia game is the what have you done for me lately, and that's the reason there's a lot of people going, whoa, this guy's going to be great. This guy's going to be really, really good. Let's do this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and uh, we'll get more into this. We'll get more into this. Um, team says uh, take over and under. Uh, Love gets 500 yards rushing this season. If he is running a lot, we'll know he understands the offense. Thomas says, well, Love's not a rookie. Well, no, he's not a rookie because he's been in the league for a few years. But as far as being a full-time, full-blown quarterback in the National Football League, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, The other thing, when it comes to running the football, there's two things to be said about running the football. One is it designed. Are you doing a couple of RPOs, a couple of riding to sides, that type of thing? Or are you running because the windows aren't there and your receivers aren't getting open? Or are you running because you're not allowing the plays and understanding the plays to get open? There's two two or three reasons to run. One is it's designed. But the other two reasons are do you get it? Do you see it? Because if you don't, you're taking off and running because the window isn't there or you don't see the window, or are you taking off and running because the offensive line isn't protecting you for a long enough period of time, and therefore the receivers don't have a chance to really get open. So there's a lot to be said for all of that. Stay tuned. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. Hey, i got to remind you, our friends at the Irish Cultural Heritage Center, uh, downtown on Wisconsin Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, it's a great place for concerts, uh, especially in the off-season uh, weddings. They have meeting space. Uh, just call him. Uh, call my buddy Corey. Corey right now, by the way, uh, he works uh, as an EMT. He works with uh, the Milwaukee Admirals who are questing for themselves uh, to get out of the Western Conference Finals and get into a Calder Cup Finals. But uh, give him a call, 414-345-8800, 414-345-8800, and it's a terrific place. Go to ICHC.net. That's ICHC.net. Again, ICHC.net. Give him a shout. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. We are glad you're with us, the Bill Michael Show. Continuing on, I had mentioned earlier today, I stopped over to see our friends at Quick Trip on the way down to the Wisconsin State Fair Park here. And uh, when I did, uh, stopped in, always grab a few things. Uh, grabbed uh, a couple of waters today because I wasn't sure uh, if there was going to be anything on site here early. And uh, grabbed a couple of waters, filled up the tank, came on down, and also did some Mountain Dew and uh, got registered to win a pontoon boat. They're giving away a pontoon boat. Today's the last day for the registration for the uh, – Today's the day they're actually giving away the uh, the two personal watercrafts that uh, was uh, in in uh, conjunction with the iGogs promotion, and now they've got some other things going on with some Mountain Dew and energy drinks, and you can win a pontoon boat. And all you got to do is download the app, download the Quick Trip app, and to uh, see all the details, all the details from our friends over there at Quick Trip. So I know that uh, many people are talking about it this morning, and that is the Matt Schneidman article out of the Athletic, and Matt. Had a really good uh, phone conversation with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, um, if you read the article, 
is, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, I, I think Mark Murphy hit it on the head when he said he's a complicated fella. Clearly, Rodgers was pissed they drafted Jordan Love and didn't talk to him right away about it. Um, he says that the Packers tried to play it off, that it was, you know, it was all Brian Gutekinds, but Rodgers said, look, everybody knows. And there were people in the room that said that Matt was really happy about it. So that kind of put a wedge between him and Matt LaFleur, that Matt was happy that they got Jordan Love, that they'd all kind of signed off on it. Rodgers wasn't happy about that. Rodgers comes back, has good years. Uh, he feels like the negotiations between the Packers and Devontae Adams was all the Packers' fault and really didn't have much to do with him because he just feels like they lowballed Devontae, made him mad, so he wanted to leave. And it really didn't have anything to do with him and his desire to be the highest-paid player or his contract and such. He doesn't feel like that had much to do with it. Um, he said, I'm sure that the team will say that's just a business and negotiation. It's like, yeah, but you're also sending a message to that guy and a lot of times it can stick with guys and make them a little sour on things. That goes back to the very first offer they made, uh, and I don't think that the Packers had the foresight. Obviously, they didn't have the foresight. In other words, shutting Devontae Adams down to where he didn't want to be there anymore. Adams then goes off to the Raiders. Uh, the other thing I thought was rather interesting in the, in the Match Nyman article about Aaron Rodgers said that, um, you know, not only was he, you know, not happy that, you know, he specifically states that Matt LaFleur was happy with the Jordan Love pick, like like he was being cheated on with a with another girlfriend or something. You know, it was it's a very weird dynamic, the way Aaron Rodgers looks at things. It's funny because they talk about business being business, but yet when there is business and you take it personally, well, it's not business anymore. So it, it's hypocritical to a certain extent. Um. But Rodgers, there is no doubt that Rodgers does not like Gudikins for this for the Jordan Love pick. None. He talks about Russ Ball being a little more available and coming out and making an effort to see guys more and be a little more visible. Um, but he doesn't give really much of anything acknowledgement to, to Brian Gudikins. Other than basically to say, like, he made the pick and that – you know, Rodgers wasn't happy about it, and that's been the – that's, again. Now, Jordan Love may turn out to be a terrific quarterback, but that pick at that time, the timing of it was bad, which is why there's more pressure on this to be successful. But Rodgers, who would not comment and said you'd have to ask my agent, David Dunn, but apparently David Dunn called Mark Murphy in this article and said, fire Gutekunst or trade Aaron which was then, as we all know, that was the infamous going into the draft that Rodgers said he'd be, you know, he, he would absolutely wouldn't mind being traded to San Francisco. Remember, all of that went down, and Paul Allen and I took a bunch of heat, and Rodgers was like, no, that, that was it. I, my, you know, he, he wouldn't admit it because he didn't want to get into the fray. He didn't want to look that petty. But basically his agent called Mark Murphy, at least according to sources, uh, inside Matt Schneidman's article that said, Either fire Gutekunst or trade Aaron. So, uh, also according to sources inside the Packers, they were not satisfied with his commitment and effort, not only during the voluntary OTAs, but on a day-to-day -day basis afterwards this past season. Rodgers takes exception 
to the thought that the team wanted more from him in the months after giving him the richest contract in NFL history. When I'm in, I'm all in. And you want to ride with off-season workouts? Rodgers said, I want MVP without doing off-season workouts. Like, was my commitment any less then? He said, I'd say not at all. The way that I come back to work, not just physically and in good shape, but mentally refreshed, is the best thing for me to have the season I wanted to have during those in Green Bay. Now, remember, he's also the guy that just got done saying how important it was for the OTAs to get guys on the same page with him and the young receivers. So this is where the hypocrisy comes in. He said, I think it's a cop-out written to try and find something to disparage me about that. Honestly, when you know what off-season workouts are really about, it's completely ridiculous. Then again, he's in New York. So it's it's an incredibly good article. A lot of comments. Uh, Matt Schneidman got Aaron on the phone, had a really good sit-down with him. Um, it talks about the end. Uh, Gudikins and Rogers agreed to meet in person where Rogers lives in the offseason and where Gudikins was traveling in late January for the NFLPA Collegiate Pro Bowl uh, or Collegiate Bowl, but they never connected. Uh, life happens, Rogers says. Uh, when I hit him back, he, had al- he was already out of town. So, in other words, Gudikins said, hey, I'm coming out. Let's talk. And Rogers is like, well, when I hit him back up, he was already gone. <laughs> okay. But he tried. He hit, he hit me up like in the morning of one day. I hit him up either that night or the next morning or the next day, and he was gone. So he doesn't even know when he actually sent the text again. It's funny because he knows exactly when Gudikins sent the text, but he doesn't know when he sent the text. And, again, it's you got to FaceTime me, bro, right? So all of that. He said it wasn't like there was a date for a sure meeting at this time and place. Uh, he said, hey, I'm coming out west. I'm driving, whatever you want to get together, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he talks about the the end and how they didn't get a chance to connect and such, um, but it's just really a, a really interesting discussion. We'll say that it's very skewed, very skewed. Uh, Steve says all of this makes the return that Goody got for Rogers even more impressive. Um, Kyle says again uh, Rogers puts the emphasis on the MVPs and not on titles Thomas says 12 is full of crap I, I when you read the article and I, I can repost it I can I can retweet it but if you follow Matt Schneidman on Twitter you can find it um, the, the, the big thing that I can I take away from this is Aaron is always right everybody else is always wrong and you gotta you gotta play by his rules that, I mean, that's what I took away. Oh, yeah, hit me up if you're coming out. So he did. Rogers didn't respond until after he was gone. Oh, I he hit me up the day of. Oh, I don't know when I hit him up, either later or that night. or what. But he remembers everything about Gudikins, a guy that remembers what he was doing, when he where he was. He talks about plays that he ran 12 years ago in a game that was somewhat meaningless, but he remembers who he hit. But he can't remember when he hit Brian Gudikins back up. Come on. Come on. I mean, one of the things that he's been – He's been lauded for is his memory and his precise recall. But yet in, in in certain circumstances where he gets pinned against the wall because he looks bad, he suddenly doesn't remember things exactly the way they were. So uh, it, it's just it's a very interesting article, and you can take it for what it is. And I, look, again, I think, and I still do, 
Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is probably one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. I think there is a certain something that isn't there that while he gives you the best chance to win, that something has morphed to where it's more personal than it is team-oriented. You know, for all the things that he says, actions at times speak a lot louder, and some of the things he doesn't say, what he leaves out, speaks loudly as well. And I, I've always stated that. Uh, just an interesting look, though. And, and, again, people say, well, why are you talking about Rodgers? But because it's an article that just came out, and it gives you even more of a look behind the scenes. Mark Murphy was basically told by David Dunn, Aaron Rodgers' agent, according to sources inside the Green Bay Packers who have been given anonymity to be able to kind of break all of this down to Matt Schneiman, he, he was called and said, either get, either, either fire Gutekunst or trade Rodgers. And Mark Murphy said, I'm not doing either. So kudos to Murphy for standing, because you can't let you know players dictate your team. Uh, but it never sat well with Rodgers after that. So this whole thing about, well, not needing to show up for OTAs and not needing to work out, well, I do enough preparation in the offseason. I get myself physically and mentally ready, but it's all about you. But what about the guys around you, the guys that need to work with you, the guys, the guys that need to be on your level? And then three, four, five games into the season, you're still saying, we're not quite there yet. Whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Well, if you really know what the workouts are like, okay. Okay. So there you have it. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We'd be glad to talk to you. Hey, uh, it's a beautiful day. Absolutely, positively beautiful. It is a patio day. Unless, of course, later on tonight you're going to be out here at the Wisconsin State Fair Park and the uh, the Budweiser Pavilion and uh, getting ready for the music that's going to be airing. And uh, coming up tonight, you've got uh, the Cheap Shots with Bruce City Horns tonight taking a stage. Uh, the gates open up at 6. So, uh, I think music starts at 7, goes until, uh, I think, uh, 10 o'clock tonight. And uh, it's, it's a great time. Come on out and enjoy yourself. Have a lot of fun tonight as it starts off the uh, Wednesday Night Live music series here at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. However, if you got a patio at home, anything outdoor living space, whether you're looking for Adirondack chairs, if you're looking for patio furniture, umbrellas, patio tables, whatever it happens to be, whether it's fire pits, wood pits, gas-fired pits, whatever, grills, accessories, they've got it all. Go to Master's Ease, Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. Call them for in-store specials, 262-746-5931. They have bars, bar stools, all the stuff for indoors, outdoors, pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, all the accessories for all the tables. They got it all. That's Master's Ease on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michaels Show, we uh, continue on broadcasting live. We're here at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Tonight is, uh, it gets on again, Wednesday Night Live. And uh, that means summer's back. I, I love this time of year. Absolutely, positively love this time of year. Speaking of that, uh, if you are, which uh, I got to say thanks to our friends at CUNIS, CUNIS Automotive, because we got the truck down here. We got some uh, Fisher House stuff going on tonight. Uh, here on the stage. So uh, we got our friends from CUNIS who are supporting us, and we can't say thanks enough to them and uh, the truck they give us and also the the Big Unit Cruiser RV. 
and uh, they take care of us for all the events that we have to do and a lot of the stuff that we have to do charitable wise and we needed a truck had to haul around uh, the the trailer with the tents and such and uh, they said yeah here you go you know do whatever you need to do as long as it supports veterans and military members and their families so gotta say thanks to our friends from cunis automotive if you are looking for a new vehicle auto truck even commercial go to shop cunis.com that is shop s-h-o-p shop cunis.com that's shop cunis Dot com and they carry all different makes and models as a matter of fact and if you're looking for a ford a honda nissan uh if you're looking for a hyundai if you're looking for general motors chrysler corporation mitsubishi ford you name it they've got it that's our friends uh at cunis cunis automotive go to shopcunis.com that is shopcunis.com and see for yourself so there you have it uh coming up later on today as i had mentioned uh over here on the stage if you're watching on the uh, the live stream uh, on the bud pavilion stage they have got uh, Wednesday Night Live that kicks off tonight, the music series. Uh, they're wrapping up all the detail work and getting ready for the summer concert series to begin later on this evening. It runs all the way up until State Fair. Then State Fair happens, then they have a week off, and then they kind of close out the season uh, the first week of September. So check out. If you can't come tonight, then you've got Wednesday Night Live all throughout the summer. So enjoy yourself out here at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Um, this is, uh, Kyle says, a no front office in any pro sport has any obligation to discuss with any player who they may or may not be drafting. Um, Kyle, no, I'll say this. They don't normally. There are certain players. You don't have the obligation, no, but there's a certain courtesy to things that you can't extend. I know that because general managers, and we all know this, and I make fun of it, but it's true. I always call the Packers Red China. I mean, it's like state secrets, nuclear weaponry secrets. Like if, if suddenly something gets out, North Korea is going to get a good beat on us, and suddenly we're all doomed if something comes out of Green Bay. We make fun of it, but it's true, okay? We, it, it just we, They act like if even the slightest thing leaks out, it's going to be exploited. So on one side, we, we, we make fun of it. But you don't have a general manager calling up a quarterback to say, hey, I'm going to draft another quarterback because if that quarterback doesn't want it or decides that you know he wants to sabotage that situation, he could have called his agent. His agent could have called somebody else to say, hey, the Packers are thinking about Jordan Love. You know, there can be selfish reasons in there. Not to say that Rodgers would do that. but So, so if, the old adage is if nobody knows what you're doing, then nobody knows what you're doing if you don't tell anybody, right? So you go about your business, you do your thing, you make your choices, and that's the way you know it kind of works for most general managers. They don't want anybody to know other than maybe some of the scouts inside that room, but ultimately it's the general manager's decision. Um, so you don't go to players. But there are certain circumstances when a courtesy would happen. You know, you make the call to Jordan Love and say, hey, the pick is in. The Packers have made their pick. You, call, you pick up the phone, you call Rodgers and say, hey, Aaron, just to let you know, this is what we're doing, the direction we're going. This doesn't mean we don't want you. It just means that we believe there's a talent here and we, you know, hope that you'll welcome this with open arms or whatever. It's a courtesy call. And a player can't get, then complain about it because players do it so often where they want to be treated well. They want to be the highest paid. They want to be respected. Our, the respect word is always and will always be, will always be money. Respect me. Pay me. Make me the highest paid player. Respect my ability. And then when it comes down to we don't respect you anymore because we're not going to pay you because it's a business, oh, how can they do that? I've given them everything, and this and there's loyalty there. And No, there's not. You know, you, you, it's either a business or it's, it's, it's a family, one of the two. When you're signed, you're under contract, you're making good money, you're one of the highest-paid players, and you're happy, it's a family. The minute it becomes business, it's not. 
it's on both sides of the football. So I, it's, it's very difficult to kind of maintain that, that equal balance. So Packers did what they wanted to do, but they could have made a call. Okay, that being water under the bridge. It's already done and gone. Rodgers held on to that. And being Aaron Rodgers, we all know that he takes slights and will use them to the nth degree. And this was just something that was so unbelievably intolerable to him that he couldn't get past it. Now, he wanted to play well, and as he mentioned, he won the MVP. He played extremely well. He worked out hard. He got mentally ready for the game. But my question is, and always will be, did you lift up others around you? Not just tell them to get to your level, but did you do everything you could to lift them up around you to make the team better? I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know that answer. Um, 877-867-1670, Um you know, Chuck says, hey, for example, look at how much input Giannis is going to have, apparently, with the new head coach, meeting prospects uh, one-on-one. Absolutely. There's a courtesy there. Now, in the NBA, one player can affect your entire team a lot more than just a good quarterback, more than the starting 22. you got one superstar player in the NBA. you pretty much guaranteed the postseason. It's whether or not you can put another player or two around them to get them to a championship. But I agree with you. You do that, you know, you, you, you do that, and you give them that courtesy, and you know, especially when Giannis has the ability to opt out in a couple of years and talk to you later. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you're going to go, you're going to do everything you can. Uh, we're going to stray from this for a little bit. I want to get back into some Brewers talk when we come back. We are broadcasting live at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Wednesday Night Live kicks off tonight. But I want to ask you something specific about those Brewers. Buyers, sellers, what the hell's going on? And a guy that can answer that question Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Post Game Show, is going to join us coming up next. Stay tuned. Again, broadcasting live at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get a hold of our friends at Pella with the different lines, the different models, the different makes, doors, windows, hardware, roll screens, innovations. They've got it all. That's Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. 